0: All right, let's bring in our panelists here. I got Kevin Green back with me and Scott Durfee, our contributors here on the TD Ameritrade Network. All right, so not the worst start to a week, Scott, but it wasn't exactly
1: the smoothest either. No, you know this is pretty much what we expected. I think you know even though there wasn't a lot of stuff happening today in terms of data coming out, and it's going to be pretty quiet tomorrow. But you know we're we're going to start. We did hear from the Fed speakers, like you said today. We're going to hear again tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, what we're seeing here, ge- geopolitical matters seem to be kind of getting more complicated and and crucial inflation data is expected throughout the week. You know, so things could get really volatile. The CME FedWatch tool is showing that, you know, a 78 to, you know, we, at least we started the day with a 78 percent probability of 75 percent point rate hike again. So, you know, Uh, Oliver, there's just a lot happening that's continuing the jitterbug that was happening at the end of last week. We're seeing that going into this week as well. We'll see how it goes towards the end of the week as those numbers come out uh, as far as the uh, uh, inflation data comes out. But we'll have to uh, take all of that into consideration and, I think, expect more of what we're seeing now.
0: Yeah. um, The fact that we didn't really get any big, big news flow today on the economy, and this is the way the market responded, uh, there was a little spin on some of the Brainerd comments, uh, but uh, nothing really like you know uh, groundbreaking here today by any means. So if this is our baseline before the actual information starts flowing, uh, I mean, like should, should we be ready for like that, uh, that, that big capitulation here in, in some direction or another? Are we finally going to get that breakout move? I'm tired of looking at VIX 30, Kevin Green. I want it either at 45 or at 20.
2: So, Oliver, I would say yes. Uh, I'm, I'm on that camp right now. I was uh, doing some research over the weekend, and I think this probably would be, uh, and I'm, I'm not making any type of forecast, but it, it just seems like it is ripe for this week, uh, by the end of this week, that we do see a pretty uh, significant spike in the VIX. Scott already brought it up, not only just the economic data that we have coming out on Wednesday with PPI, on uh, Thursday with CPI, and then we also have some jobs number numbers coming in um, as well, and then uh, retail sales, um, but the geopolitical pressures that are out there are starting to uh, find their way into the marketplace. They've always been there, but it's starting to become a little bit more focused. And I think that's something that we really need to be uh, cognizant of, not only just what's going on in the Ukraine-Russia conflict, but the tensions between China and the U.S. when it comes to new restrictions. And, and now we're trying to figure out what their uh, retaliatory steps are going to be uh, and the impact it's going to have on the global economy. And then you know, last but not least, just the energy being cut off from, from Germany for the most part here. So it, there's a lot that's really building up. And Oliver, if I were to say if there was a week to create a 40 VIX, I, I feel like it's going to be, uh, this week would be the one to do it. If you see a, a hot inflation print on on Thursday, if you see a hot PPI print, I think that might even just kick off you know everything and usually we don't really focus too much on ppi it's actually been uh, fairly good uh in in all respects here but if we do see a hot print on ppi that might lead us to a pretty high VIX going into cpi if we see a hot cpi or even just a flat cpi i think that we would probably see uh, a a significant spike in follow. okay yeah
0: it seems like the you know the bar pretty low for uh, inflation to rock the boat here Uh, The other thing, too, is now we're also, as we get closer and closer to earnings, we're really starting to think about the bottom line deterioration and how the economic slowdown impacts these companies. Dan Suzuki from RBA at the top of the show telling us that uh, the market may not have really started to price in enough that profit deterioration, Jamie Dimon's out saying today recession. So uh, he's not exactly like the, uh, a perma bear by any means either. He was pretty optimistic throughout much, much of the last uh, 18 months, kind of up until maybe the spring, Scott.
1: Yeah, but you know what? As we see the uh, earnings start right now, we we could expect even good news to be bad news in terms of the uh, stock market, right? In other words, if we're seeing that uh, we're, we're if we're seeing profitability happening with a lot of these companies, that's meaning that you know we're still spending or there's still spending going on, and that could have an adverse effect. As well on the market. I mean, all the uh, everything's just kind of lined up. The stars are aligned for what you guys are calling capitulation. Uh, Kevin just said maybe a forty vix. I, I hope not, but I think that he's a hundred percent accurate. This, if there was going to be a week where we could see that kind of stuff happening, this is the one. All things are coming together right now with the earnings, with the uh, CPI, PPI, with the uh, jobs, with the uh, uh, retail and everything else. I mean. We need to be really on our toes in terms of what's happening with the markets, Oliver. True. Friday retail sales and consumer sentiment as well. Today
0: the staples were the only group really working. Uh, even energy got hit as crude oil dropped. Uh, industrials were okay. Utilities uh, crossed positive at the end of the day. Uh, but just not a real group that has been super reliable, those consumer staples a discretionary Neither. Uh, Crudes dropped today. I guess a little bit of a uh, pullback after last week's big bounce. What's the wild card here, Kevin? Give me the closing 60 second dot. What could possibly surprise us this week?
2: What could surprise us is a uh, cpi print that's you know severely down Uh, that would be very very surprising i'm not sure if we will see that i also do believe too if we talk about some of the earnings i think scott's right here in in some respects when we talk about earnings i don't think it's going to be every sector that shows profit profitability uh, is going to concern the market i think it's going to be staples because staples have been the ones that have driven um inflation. So if we see the staples companies doing really well, showing great profitability, uh, you know, their number one job is to keep profitability. They want to have margins being as wide as they possibly can. So that, that would be a little bit concerning. And I think that's probably why we haven't seen a lot of the effects of oil coming down from 120 to where it is right now, from natural gas coming down um, as well. We haven't seen that flown through, uh, flow through to, to the consumer as much as we would have hoped and I think that's because it's being eaten up by uh by the margins here basically corporate profit so overall I would say yes uh if we see a, a pretty good CPI print I think that could turn the market around here but Oliver yeah at this point in time the stars are aligning I don't even know if we're in like a mercury retrograde or whatever but yeah. it seems like we we should be in one and we probably are in one right now and let's hope that uh uh we are able to weather the storm here for this week Well,
0: it is like full moon three days in a row Uh, here in Chicago. I don't know if that's everywhere, how that works, but uh, here it is here. I don't know. I got the astronomy guy, but it's definitely here. Full moon. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate Kevin Green. Scott Durfee. Uh, Thanks for closing out for us. Overlook Stock when we come back.